Master Tavern Keepers, History of the Old World. And so, let us return to Engla Brack to hear what she had to say about how someone becomes a priest of Manan. So you were asking about how I became a priestess of Manan? Nun... As you know, your grandmother Septimus and my own mother were best friends back in the river town of Baronfair. Obviously, your family worked in the forest south of the Mirror Moors, whereas mine worked on the River Reich. I was the daughter of a huffer, and I fell in love with the river at an early age. But uh, my mother and father wanted more for me than to simply work on the river, and so they saved every penny they had so I might attend the University of Nuln. In Nuln, I studied under Professor Malwert, who awoke in me a deeper interest in my family's patron river god, Father Reich, Manan's son. However, during my studies, my focus shifted, and I grew more and more interested in Manan himself, eventually reaching out to one of the sailor priests of the cult who frequented the university, selling both uh, fish and wisdom to we students, a man called Theodoric van der Luyp, a uh, former fisherman from Marienburg. He took me by the hand and became my mentor in the ways of the cult of Manan. He was my teacher, my taskmaster, and eventually my lover, under his steely eyes, on top of my studies at the university, I learnt of the will of manner. I saw the truth of the unpredictable nature of both the sea and her tributaries, and the role that manner plays in intervening on behalf of the faithful. It changed my outlook on everything, and I absorbed my mentor's teachings completely committing his edicts and strictures to memory. I was a quick learner. These were not the only things that I imbibed, though. There were practical skills that I worked to hone, too. On my days off, I filled my time learning to sail, helping the stevedores load riverboats on the quays of the Reich, as well as fishing with my mentor, both on the riverside and from inside our boat. Whereas the days were hard, the nights were filled with sweet love-making under the stars. Oh, ah, ah, my apologies, young Septimus. I had not meant to say that out loud. Noon. This continued until I was close to finishing my studies and graduating. At this point, my mentor set me a task, and it was a strange one. 
He wished me to make a copy of the key to the private study of Professor Mulwort at the university, a person the cult had apparently taken an immense dislike to. I was、uh, suspicious, but this was my penultimate step in becoming a priestess of Manan, and so I resolved to apply all I had learnt to succeed in the task. At that time. The professor was at his holiday home, situated on one of the numerous islets that litter the Reich. One night, when Mansleep was full, I used my newfound sailing skills to borrow a fishing boat from one of the nearby keys and sail it to the professor's getaway. I remember that the current was strong as I tacked and jibed both with and against the night's breeze. Healing the boat again and again as I fought to dodge through the rocks surrounding the shoreline and reach the islet's only key. After mooring up, I made my way up to his old house. The back door was unlocked, and I lifted the latch and let myself in. The house was silent, apart from the roar of a hearth fire that came from the sitting room. I walked straight towards it, filled with purpose and drive. I opened the door to the sitting room to find the professor sat upon a comfortable armchair. I did not speak. He gasped in surprise to see me, but I quickly crossed the room to silence him. No, no, I did not hurt him. I silenced him with a kiss. I knew he'd always like me in that way, and I was not wrong. It all happened so quickly. I exhausted him with pleasure, and he was soon asleep, naked, in front of the fire. I hurried not. I searched through his belongings, found the key, made a pressing of both sides of it in his small wooden box of clay that I had brought for the task, before making the return journey off the island and back to the city. I never saw the professor alive again. The next morning, I took the clay pressings to a keysmith I knew, and he quickly made a copy, which I duly presented to my mentor. He was、uh, impressed, and told me that I was now ready for the final initiation, which was to happen that very night. As the sun set, my mentor took me to an isolated boathouse. After a ravishing, he led me onto a sailing boat and lashed me to its mast. The bindings so strong that I could do little more than move my head. Your testing is a hand angler. Manan will come to you this evening. Prove to him, as you've proved to me, that you are worthy of being his own. And with these words, he set a copper crown upon my head and set sail. He did not utter another word to me for the rest of the night and the following day. And so, I looked up at the sky and at the horizon as we sailed downstream, heading for the sea. And as we neared, 
the sound of thunder and wind engulfed my senses. My mentor had found the storm he sought, and the eyes of Manan were upon me. I was about to undergo the rite of going before the mast. What happened next changed the course of my life. I endured the wrath of the storm without being able to lift a finger to protect myself. My mentor steered us towards the worst of it. Waves crashed against the boat, almost drowning me on numerous occasions. Lightning flashed across the sky and I feared the copper crown affixed to my head would draw it down onto me. But. I was spared. The night was long and without end until it ended in blackness as my consciousness fled the ordeal which it was being forced to endure. I awoke the next day. The sea was calm and the sun beat down on me. I quickly passed out once more. The next time I awoke again, it was to find my mentor cutting away the ropes that had bound me. It was dusk. It's over, Ingler. You passed the test. He tried to kiss me, but I twisted my head away before once more slipping into darkness. Two days later, I awoke on my mentor's bed. Comprehension gripped me, as did certainty. I finally knew the nature of our Lord Manon. I understood his wrath, his capriciousness, and his cruelty, but also his mercy, his might, and most of all, his majesty. In the years since, I have seen many acolytes undergo the rite of going before the mast. Sometimes, its form changes. Some are strapped to poles at the end of seaward piers, whilst others have been strapped to the figureheads of boats. Many do not survive. Many are so appalled by the brutality of the rite that they abandon Manan altogether, but some, the strongest, join the priesthood to further the worship of our Lord. Oh my goodness, Master Tavernkeeper! The more I hear, the more I am beginning to think that perhaps Manan is not the god for me. Ach, I knew it. Ah, but do not be too hasty there, Heinrich, for there are yet more twists and turns to this tale. 